Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a new episode of The Stone Genius. I'm Ro. Or TSG, The Stone Genius. Welcome to the show. Today it's going to be light and airy. I hope you don't fall asleep while you're driving. <laughs> so, oh, there's that word again. I can't even make it in 30 seconds. Into the podcast before I use the word so as my kicker. So let's get this started. Very annoying. Anywho, anyway, anyhow. See how less annoying that is. Anywho, anyway, anyhow. Just getting this edition out here because yesterday I had so much fun on an interview in studio, I had CEO, Chief Product Development Officer, Alex Kranzberg with Cran Organics, and Vice President Daniel Shafton. It was nice to have them both on the show. It set a record for longest show ever. I wish I had like an echo thing. Ever, ever. Right at an hour and a half, and we cut it short, and we didn't even get to really the geeky stuff. We were talking about what separates them being a vegan, gluten-free, gourmet, kosher, edible. And see, when I say edible, I am thinking small. And see, that's a question that I have to write down now and that I didn't ask. They do cheesecake that I hear is amazing. It is so good that there are grocery stores wanting the cheesecake without the infusion of the THC. Just plain cheesecake. How would that be? You start a company about drugs, and then you got a grocery store wanting to put your product on their aisle. Don't put the THC in. I did ask them the question whether or not when talking to a grocery store at this point, it's very early on, that at this point, whether or not they had heard the question, how can we be assured you won't accidentally send us the good stuff? And they wouldn't term it as good stuff. I don't even know how they would term it. Demon weed, the devil's lettuce. I don't know how they would describe it, actually. And the reason I mention this, and I'm going to go back and tell the whole story of how cupcakes came into being last week. I don't think I've told it. Of course, I'm stoned. I'm really stoned right now because it's Saturday morning and it seems like a double Saturday for me because I was off yesterday doing some stuff. So I'm having a three-day weekend, so it seems like I have two Saturdays and I'm enjoying the second one right now and I'm enjoying it a lot. And especially if you knew what time it was in the morning, you'd be like, your assumption would be I just never stopped from last night and that would be an outstanding assumption because you would be correct. Why sleep through the night when you can wake up in the middle of the night? Take a rip or two. Anywho, anyway, anyhow. 
I'm going to go way back and tell this story because it it just shows how amazing my wife is. And maybe I'm going to talk about one deviation and how important that is. If you're not aware of what I mean, hold on. My wife pays attention to everything, and she is amazing that way. See, I pay attention to the little stuff, but it's the stuff that most people don't pay attention to, and it's really not needed unless you're watching or living a spy thriller. So if you're watching one on TV or movie or you're living that, it's great to notice the little stuff. Otherwise, it's just fucking annoying. My my wife notices things, and I would say it's the little stuff too, and it's actually the stuff that means. Like, when I know something, I mentioned on an episode that Pearl Jam's original name was Mookie Blaylock, named after the former University of Oklahoma point guard, New Jersey Net. I know he played on other teams. Anyway, I mentioned that. People ask how I knew that I had No idea. Just something I heard and retained. That's fucking useless information. There may be a question in Trivial Pursuit or a game show that may reference that, and I may come in lucky, but mm, let's be honest, probably not. So I mentioned once while shopping with my wife, why don't we have cakes on Tuesdays or Wednesday, whatever fucking day it was of the week. I go, why does it always have to? And I was, I was joking, but I was making a bit. I was trying to make a deal so that people in the aisle were like, yeah, that motherfucker is right. He should start a cult. So I was just saying that cakes seem to only be for special occasions. Why? You just don't have, like, in the olden timey movies, and depending on where you're listening to this or what age bracket you fall into, I'm 54. When I think old timey, I'm thinking lassie. I'm pretty sure that a lot of my audience, if I say old timey, they're thinking Jimmy Neutron. However, No one ever put a cake in the window. They, they'd they make a pie. They may make a pie for the weekend or because someone's coming, but it that probably wasn't even that typical. But no one ever has cakes. So I ju- I made a big fucking deal about it in the aisle. So much so I, don't, I think I was banned from the grocery store by both my wife and other customers for an indefinite period of time. So I mentioned that cakes seemed to be only for special times. Like the whatever day of the week it was, I had actually said that day out loud, like Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. Why can't we just have cake on Tuesday? But I said it more to, I, because I'm so smart, I'm a genius. I probably to other people, I probably always sound like, oh, I wonder why we do not have cakes on Tuesday. <laughs> That's what I sound, because I'm so smart that other people are just like, ugh. They probably, 
I would be surprised at the first time I said something out loud that my vocal cords clicked in my and my wife had an orgasm right then. I believe that's why she went home with me on night one. And why she liked it from night one. You would have to go reference a Megan Stallion song to understand what that means and what happened. I will also mention that my wife and I do a podcast called The Longest One Night Stand. If that helps anyone. Mm -hmm. So, I was actually going to say any who, any how, any way, but then I used so as a kicker to start that. Uh, I'm glad I don't videotape myself. I should talk about that too. I videotaped myself this week. And this time I was not masturbating. Actually, I was too masturbating. But I was dancing at the same time. I'll get to that maybe. Probably not. So my wife bakes me a cake, us a cake, whatever day of the week, the next week. Amazing woman. So when I'm home with COVID, and if I've already told this story, it's a great fucking story. That's why I'm telling it again. And if you're if, if you're on the stoner part of this podcast and not the genius part of this podcast, then if you remember I've already told you this story, then are you really as much as a stoner as you say you are? I, I'm just wondering out loud. If you think you're that successful, but you're remembering that I've already told this story... Maybe you're not that successful. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's for the genius side of this. You're welcome. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. When I am out with COVID in home, I tell my wife, get me a cake. I'm baking you a cake. Because there's nothing better than your husband saying out of the blue, I'm going to bake you a cake, except for when they say, I'm going to bake you a cake with COVID. So, you're welcome, honey. Somehow, she still has never gotten it. And we were making love during this whole time. Much like because we didn't know she was pregnant right after we met. We also didn't know I had COVID right after we did it five or six, 12 times. Or once, I don't know. It seemed like a lot of times. And probably to her, it seemed like even more than that, exponentially more. I've heard her talk about her sex life. And it's less than glowing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she, she hates talking about that stuff. No, 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 no. So if you listen to the interview with the Mariah from the Salty Sex Cast, Bobby of the hour-long show, I don't know. I don't think she she talked a lot, which is fine. I didn't even know she was going to be on the show, which is weird because it was our show. I just thought she would feel uncomfortable. That's She wasn't raised, even when I talk about it. Just her and I, sometimes she gets uncomfortable. But after 26 years, and granted, the eating ass part really has only been the last few years that I've talked about it, maybe even the last year, 
Everything else she's heard about for a long time, so I don't know what a big deal is. He's talking about my wiener in your vagina. <laughs> so I'm going to bake my wife a cake with COVID. COVID cake, have you? If that is not trademarked, I should trademark a COVID cake. It sounds disgusting. She buys the cake. The cake makes it sits there just staring at me, taunting me every time I go into the kitchen. Every time I go into the kitchen, I have to push the cake mix out of the way to get to Little Debbie so I can stick Little Debbie in my mouth. That being said, I never got around to making the cake. So I'm back at work. Cake's still sitting there. My wife makes cupcakes. Amazing, yummy, yummy cupcakes. So I asked, can I take some of these to work? And so I strategically took enough that I could give it to the people that I can tolerate and all the other fuckers. You didn't get a cupcake. If I didn't offer you a cupcake... You have been served with a summons, and that summons is how I feel about you. I'm just kidding. I just went to like the first 12 people I saw. So anyway, I hand out the cupcakes. Every person, because every person knows me, every person asks me, are these special cupcakes? And they have to say it like that. They can't even say, are these special cupcakes? Because that's how you act when you're stoned. Are these special cupcakes, man? Special. And I I would scream out. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why would I give you a special cupcake? What have I ever done to you in our relationship that you think that I would just come and say, Here unsolicited here is a special cupcake for you enjoy i will tell you the chances are zero even solicited and you ask me to bring you that i would probably bring you a cupcake tell you that it was infused and then have you eat it and then you would act that's how I'm sure I sound to my wife when I am stoned. Just a lot of guttural sounds like I'm a chud. Now, I really want to leave chud alone. I wish I could because I believe there's someone out there that would get upset with that word, chud. But it's actually C period, H period, U period, D period. Stands for cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. What? Yeah, it's a documentary from the 80s. It's not a documentary. It's just a horrible movie. But it was called Chud. Zero percent chance I'm going to do that. Either and I always talk about that at Halloween when the news and it's I'm telling you I in my opinion I believe it is propaganda that is someone in their news department passing this horse shit along so that it's told to everyone out there 
that someone accidentally gave their THC infused gummies, candies, whatever, away at Halloween accidentally. Because we put those in the same cup as we put our Jolly Ranchers. I just, every year they'll tell that, every newscast, and it doesn't matter, and they're always vague about it. It's not like Bleep Bleeperton from Bleeperton Avenue gave out 200 fireball-infused gummies or something like that. So as I was speaking, I was like, I don't know whether I can say these names. But I had already said them, and as we all know, I don't edit. So this funny story about the group that I spoke to yesterday, Daniel with Crane Organics asked me, he was like, so this is good, so we're gonna, you're going to be edited and all that. And I'm like, ha, ha, no. So I hit record at the beginning. We'll talk, and I'll hit edit it, or uh, record again to stop recording. But we're going. If you say something that you think is really going to cause you trouble, then I am all open to monetary compensation for the original and only copy of that audio. Anything short of that, I am I'm not going to edit it or do anything with it. It's just getting thrown up there. Which has saved everyone a few times. Because I probably could have spent time editing a shit show earlier and put it up, and then I just didn't put it up. And I replaced it with a lesser version of a shit show. So, you're welcome. And I feel like that should get a little applause. I really need to use the soundboard more often. I just don't use it enough. Because I don't want to be a producer. I take that back. I always say that, and then I always take it back. It's not that I don't want to be a producer. I do not have the time in my normal life right now to really be a producer. And it's weird. On the Mac that's sitting in front of me right now, I have, I apologize, Mo. You're not in this picture. It's from, it's a picture of Bobby, my wife, our youngest, Trinity, and I believe it was Trinity's birthday that we were at. And it's just a picture of them. But their their heads are almost like life-size in this picture on my Mac. And I'm just, it's like they're just staring at me and I'm staring at them. I'm freaking out a little, actually. But we know what can um, solve that. And uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let you listen to just a few seconds of the intro music to the Roro Show with Steven. It's a... It's a show I do, my co-host out of New York City, Steven, amazing guy. I'm going to let you listen to like five seconds of that. Okay, here we go. I'm just, I'm just, just so that you know. This is going to be a great time to do it. I'm going to do it now. Damn it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's my, that's the, uh. That's a row right. So that's the uh, theme music to the Roro show with Steven. And if some of you that do podcasts yourself and 
I say that sounds vaguely familiar. I may query whether you have the Rodecaster Pro soundboard. Not endorsed in any way except by me personally. It is an amazing unit. It is what I use. I would not even put forth a podcast otherwise. It has to do with my lack of effort that I want to put forth in many things. Not that I couldn't have learned something else, but I did want something that I could just buy and with maybe an hour or two. I didn't want to spend days learning bells and whistles. If it's a bell or a whistle, it better fucking work for me. A bell or a whistle should be easier, not make something more difficult. In my visionary opinion. So anyway, I didn't give anything. It infused away to the people at work. My wife is amazing. She made cupcakes. I think there was an overall story about that, but I don't remember. I did mention video, and the reason I bring this up is that someone that follows me on social media, I'm sorry, the stone genius, maybe the stone genius is many people. And they have commented that I commented on one of their posts. And it was about, they had posted some pictures about breakdancing in a park. And I don't know if I should give their, their Instagram out. So I won't give the whole thing. There is more to it, but it's high vibes. Um, there's mo- there's more to it than that, but that's who is following me. So we or we follow each other, and I'd made the the comment about breakdancing, and I do even at fifty four. I would say if you would have asked me three days ago, I would have told you that. I was a better dancer than most people today. And I don't mean like my style. I could dance the style that many people do today. I thought. I believed in my heart. My soul was full of hubris that I was as good as dancer as any, not any contemporary, not like a trained, but if I was a at a club, I would be able to, well, first of all, I would have to explain why I was at a club. Because if you listen to the podcast with my wife, The Longest One Night's Now with Bobby and Roe, you'll understand that we've accidentally gone to a couple of swingers clubs. Actually, we went to a swinger, the same swingers club a few times accidentally. On purpose, maybe. I don't know. We ended up there. The first time was totally an accident. The second time wasn't an accident. I guess you're going to have to listen to that show to find out what happened. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. I had made the comment about something about dancing. And I said, I, I could never break dance. I have broken myself while dancing, but I could not break dance. My body, I would like to blame it on 
that I was too tall, lanky. It was hard for me to get my to break dance, to move things the way that they needed to be because they were so long and my arms and my legs and things and spinning around that I thought that maybe a more compact package would be able to to do those maneuvers. But I just had a lack of talent in that. I just, no. If I would have tried to spin on my head, you would have heard snap and then that would have been it. My head would have stayed still and my body would have spun around. Which is different than the exorcist where her body stayed still and her head spun around. Or is that what I just said? If you don't know, if you weren't paying attention when I played my little music here a few minutes ago, that was because I was smoking. I mean, don't tell anyone. Because that's why I mask it like that. But for us, that's why I was doing that. Because I was smoking. Mm-hmm. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So I was going to make a video response when I said, I said that I couldn't dance like that. So the comment was something like something about dancing and I put dance like that. No. And they got, they had said something. And once again, I'm a stoner. I apologize. I should remember this better. I mean, it literally has happened in the last 48 hours. So they asked something about how I dance. So I was going to send a video reply because I I have a TikTok account. There is one video there. It's of our dog taking her blanket out back, so showing us where she wants to lay out in the summertime. That is the only video I have there. And I have I was assured in my own mind that my stunning good looks, my athletic lean build at advanced years, my gorgeous smile, my charisma that reaches through different medias, you can hear my voice in the... <coughs> that was not charisma. That was ugh, That was something. Out of nowhere. That's like a row wave. You can... Right before I coughed into your ear, I was going to say my charisma probably oozes so much you have to take your headphones off and clean out your ears. It probably would have been a lot funnier, at least to me, if I wouldn't have been hacking when I was getting ready to drop that. Oh, well, what can I do? So I'm going to become a TikTok star. I can dance. I got the looks. I got the moves. I have no shame. Boom. I just had never done it. So here's the thing. Maybe, perhaps, in retrospect, the reason I had not posted any... TikTok videos. I always said it was because I was afraid of the fame that I would receive. I needed to pump the brakes. I wasn't ready to give up my anonymity yet. Just not ready to do it at that point. 
So I decided at this point I'm doing a video reply to this. Not going to be a t- I'll just do a video reply because this is going to I'm going to do it. I'll be able to see it. I'll get like very limited audience response probably to this just to see like, "Oh, that's great or you're old as fuck or you might want to rethink doing that or blocking me from their social media site." So I made a video. I didn't need to say so. I could have just said, I made a video. I was appalled at how old as fuck I look. I was appalled at my dance moves that while I was doing them were amazing. But when I viewed them, it was almost as if there was a filter that I was using that took something really amazing and made it look like shit. That was the filter that seemed to be on my phone. So I was like, it was, so then what I did was blame the song. Because you always, always, always blame something else and not yourself, said every Republican ever. So this is not my fault. It has to be the song that I'm using. So I decide that I am no longer going to use MC Hammer's song. Here's another thing. I actually thought about this when I changed songs, that if most people were asked what MC Hammer song would you use perhaps to illustrate your love for not only MC Hammer, but for dance as well. And I believe most people, the overwhelming response would be too legit to quit. No, it wouldn't. That would be mine. I was going to say, can't touch this. Mine's too legit to quit. So that's what I did. That's how stoned I am. I can't even say it right. I I don't know why I just did that with my voice. when I See, that's how piss poor a producer I am. That I went, 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 when I actually have. Oh, I've just made myself sad. So anyway... I picked Too Legit to Quit. That is my favorite Hammer song. I love doing the the hand signal. If you don't know the song, then you're not really a Hammer fan. His, his catalog is more than You Can't Touch This and The Adams Family. I believe that was his theme song. So Too Legit to Quit. So too legit, you go, you put two fingers up and then you you take your right hand because if you're, you're not doing this for yourself, you're doing this for an audience. So you put your finger, your four fingers together. I mean, if you have an anatomically correct hand and if you're like a three-toed sloth person, put whatever together. So you put, you put your, you use your right hand and if you don't have a thumb, 
then you're fucked. Okay, you can't do this. You're out. So if you're a person that does not have a thumb or a dog that doesn't have dew claws, you're not going to be able to do this. Otherwise, people that have functioning right arms and hands that have at least one finger, preferably the the pointer finger on the right hand, but fucking any finger would work. One finger and a thumb, you can do the left. So you do, actually, now they take it back, you got to have two fucking fingers because you got to do the two at the beginning. So minimum requirements to do this. And I got to tell you, I did not think that this podcast at 30 minutes in was going to be this fucking informative. But you are learning. If you do not know this dance, I am teaching you something that is a skill for life. And there is a fucking zombie apocalypse and you get to a place and they're like, you need to enter the city. I would almost hazard to guess this would be one of the questions they would ask for you to gain entrance. If you know how to do the too legit to quit dance. So two, you got to have minimum two fingers. Because two, like the number two, you're two. Even though when you're saying it that you're too legit to quit, you're, 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 visually you're showing the number two, T-W-O, but that's not what you mean in the song. Like if I, if you lyric the song, like if you're watching subtitles to this song, Too Legit to Quit, you will see that there's a disconnect between his his hands to and what it says on the screen. God, I am fucking high as shit that I am thinking about this. I, I did not give any of this this much thought. I did not give it thought of how many fingers you needed on your right hand to do this. I did not think about any of this. So, I didn't think, I mean... How confusing would that be if you're, you'd be rewind, you would never watch the video because it, I, I'm not a huge hammer fan, but I'm pretty sure that's the first lyric. Too legit. Too legit to quit. If I was hearing impaired and was relying on the sub, the captions to match what's going on the video, I would never make it past the beginning of the video. It would say, it would say too legit. I'd be like, what the fuck? I mean, I, and I don't even know if I'd audibly say that. I wouldn't hear myself saying that. So I would probably scream, what the fuck? And everyone would be like, what's going on? And then I wouldn't hear you say what's going on because I've already told you I'm hearing impaired. So that may be a problem. Too legit. Let's try to get past that. So I'm going to try to teach you the dance with without dissecting this because now I've really, I've really messed myself up in the head right now because I'm, I'm trying to get past the beginning of the too legit to quit and I'm having a lot of difficulty doing that. I will also tell you if you've made it to this point in this podcast. I would not be surprised, even though we are early in March. I am recording this on March 5th of 2022. So we're barely mm, 10 weeks in, something like that. I don't know. 10 weeks into the new year, 2022. And this may be the most riveting 
best segment in a podcast of the entire year, and you are privy to be listening to that. Can you imagine being the fuckers that are in like 2025 that are just now finding this show? They just got out of prison. They just came out of a coma. They escaped the cult that I was running. So they just now found out that this podcast exists, and they were listening. And, you know, the first 25 minutes, they're like, eh, that's, that's all right. And then these last 10 fucking minutes, they are just like, oh, my God. That is amazing, and I need to change my pants. That was a reference to pre-ejaculation. So anyway, two legit... Two. Your two fingers. I don't give a shit what two they are. Index and... You know what? If you do index pinky and thumb for too legit, it looks like you're saying I love you. How fucking... Oh my God. This literally, this is genius in action. If you're listening to this and you're a stoner, or if you are just like a friend of a genius, which should be a thing. Like like my wife, she's what's called a, a GBM, which is a gator by marriage, meaning that someone that did not go to the University of Florida, alumni of University of Florida, they are gators by marriage, GBMs. Maybe there needs to be something like that for this because for for geniuses because there's also mafia mothers and friends of Italian Americans. I'm pretty sure that's what mafia stands for. So they have it. So there should be something out there for friends of geniuses. Oh, my God. I am going so deep. So if you want to know what's going on in the fucking mind of a genius or a madman, don't care. Unless this goes into a court of law, don't give a shit. Then I'm a madman. Unless, I don't, mm, eh, eh, whatever. So, anywho, anyhow, anyway, I get them all four in there. So, anywho, anyhow, anyway. This, even though I just have said those a lot in the last few seconds, still, we are churning into the best 15 minutes now of maybe podcasting history because you are able to see a genius mind unfold something because I went from not even thinking about the number of fingers on the hand because that I just know how to do it. And I'm, I don't think about that because I have four fingers and a thumb on my right hand currently while we're saying that. And that could change at any time because I'm having thumb surgery in a while. My hands are shit. I don't know. Any number of things could happen. Currently, I have all four fingers, the correct ones. I don't know. Index, flip you off, ring finger pinky. Is that what they're called? Yeah. And then thumb. So, yeah. I guess you could call the flip you off the middle finger. So index, middle, ring, pinky. So yes, I never thought about that. That's what I have. Those are the digits attached currently to my fucking hand, my arm. So from wrist down, wrist down, I have the middle hand part thing. Then I have thumb, 
Index finger, finger banger, <laughs> ring finger, and pinky. <laughs> I like that. That's better. So that would be how I'd rate it. Middle fingers would be finger banger, flipper offer, and then middle finger. So those are the digits that I have. Now, getting back to doing this, I feel like I... I feel like I should only, I should pause here for a second and let you all catch your fucking breath. I mean, some of you thought this was probably near the end of the episode and you're like, I'm going to get me a drink. I'm going to get me a smoke. I'm going to do, I'm going to try to wash this show out of my head. And then it got good. It got real good. Yeah. We'll get back to the hand. You need at least two fucking fingers. I would suggest if you want to be nice, then you use index, pinky finger, combine that with your thumb, you're doing the L for legit, and the two. So that's your two, oh, and then you drop, drop, yeah, fucking A, see, I'm talking through this, so you drop those fingers, so you're just doing index, so you need two fingers, doesn't matter. I was trying to get I love you in there. Because if you do the two legit, but when you're doing legit, you drop the pinky. I wonder how many people have fucking pulled over in their cars that listen to this wherever the fuck they're going. And I hope it's the church. I hope you're going to church. And I hope you have at least an hour drive to church. And this is what you're listening to before you walk into church. Tell big guy I said hi. I'll be there tomorrow myself. Or I'll watch it on TV in bed with a boner. I have done that. And if anyone's like, you can't say that. First of all, I just did say it. And secondly, it has happened. And just be thankful I was at home watching TV or watching church with a boner than at church with a boner. Because I will tell you, I will not tell you. I will, let's just say, that could fall into the realm of possibilities of things that have happened to me at some point in my life. Too legit to quit. So you're two, two fingers, L, index L, too legit. Two, same two fingers, legit. Two, quit. And then you do like, like a, you, like if you're, arm like your arms hanging down and you bring it straight up and then you bend your wrist as much as it will and just like ugh. like make a think of the Loch Ness monster that's the shape you want your arm so from elbow shoulder to elbow and then it goes up to your wrist so the wrist needs to go up think of Nessie's neck if you don't know who the fucking Loch Ness monster is that is why society is fucking going to collapse because you're too fucking stupid. If you don't even know what a mythical... Oh, fucking A. I need it. This isn't going to last much longer because it's obviously wearing off because I'm getting angry with people that don't know who Nessie is. You know what? If you don't know who the Loch Ness Monster is, and I'm not kidding, unfollow my fucking podcast. If you do not know who the Loch Ness Monster is, you can come back and follow the podcast when you learn who Nessie is and you've done the required amount of research on her 
to know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. So your arm, you want it to look like fucking Nessie. So the the quit is your uh-uh. Like think like slashing the throat, like that motion, yeah, like that, but do it towards like not towards your throat because you're not going to, like, you're not killing anyone. You're just not, you're not going to quit. So that's your, me, I'm not, not going to quit. I'm not sure not what I'm going to do. So two fingers, too legit, too legit to quit. And I don't think they did the last two. Too legit, too legit to quit. So I think it was two, the, the, the two fingers, the L, the two fingers, the L, and then just the quit. <clears throat> so, so for some fucking reason, and I'm, see, now I have to go back and watch this stinking video today, and then it'll be in my browser history. Then I fucking die today, and everyone will want to know why I was watching that video and doing a, my final podcast about that fucking song. Although it is still his best fucking song. I don't care what anyone else says. Too legit to quit is his best song. I would go to Hammer and have him try to change my mind that that's not the best song he's ever put out. So too legit, too legit to quit. I'm almost positive the two right before quit is not identified with any sort of hand signal. So too legit, too legit to quit. I'm trying to do this dance for the TikTok so I can send back to, uh, as a video response to the high vibes and they are waiting. I would like to say patiently, probably not. They were probably impatient about this. They were probably like, I need this and I need it now. Much like my wife when she thinks about my dick. She's like, I need it and I need it now. So High Vibes is waiting for this video. They don't know that it's going to be too legit to quit. They don't know what it's going to be. It could have been some sort of waltz that I could have put out. Which would have been very odd putting that out by myself. But maybe, who knows. So I videotaped myself doing dancing to too legit to quit. First of all, I did a thing that I hate to do. It's when you start recording, because I don't edit, when you start recording and you push the record and then you walk away, like you bend over and you're like, yeah, I'm an old person. Let me push this and then walk away and then I start my moves. Yes, that's what old people sound like. Literally, that's what they sound like. If that's not how you hear them, you should have your hearing check because every person over my age sounds exactly like that. So that changes every day as I get older. See how that works? Too legit to quit. Do the video. I watch it. I am appalled. Because evidently, at some point, we found out how to take someone's soul and put it into someone else's body. That's the only thing that fucking makes sense when I look at that video. Because me, the one that did those dance moves was not that picture. Think Heaven Can Wait, the movie Heaven Can Wait. And you got to be at least 
50. You got to, I would say you have to be at least 54 to remember the movie having come wait with Warren Beatty. Just because the only other movies that you may remember would be Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Jaws, Star Wars. There weren't a lot of other big movies. That got a lot of talk when it came out because I believe it was the most expensive movie ever made for whatever reason. But the thing was... He saw himself as one person. Everyone else saw him as whatever body he took. So, like, if he looked in the mirror, he would see a reflection of something that wasn't him. Quantum Leap, the same way. That's how I felt when I watched this video. I was appalled that some old fucker was dancing in place of me. I couldn't believe it. I wonder if that picked up. My wife just walked in. She didn't know that I was doing a podcast this morning. So she walked in and was doing eyes and stuff. And I think so that's what it was in the background. Have you heard it? So I do the video. I am appalled. So my response was, yeah, this is not going to happen. Because I, I saw what I look like, and I was like, so here's the thing. I may think something, but I can change my mind in a second, given the proof and evidence needed to make that change happen. But in this instance... I knew for 100% certainty that that video should never see the light of day. It just, it was not good. So that's when everything else starts to... Now, if I was a normal person and cared about anything, I would probably think about this even more. But that's when you have to start thinking about your other things. Well, if I thought I was such a good dancer and now I have seen irrefutable proof that I am not, then maybe all those times that I asked my wife, how was that? And she said, eh. I just thought she was trying to keep my ego down. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So now I'm afraid to record us having sex. And that was perfect because she just walked back in the door. So I'm sure she'll be like, why did I just walk in when he said record us having sex? (laughs) She did look around the corner at that. So I sent back a reply saying this is not going to happen. I don't know what else I reference. It was probably, I don't know. I could go back and look. Or if I had a producer worth any salt, because I'm my own producer, they would probably know this information. And if I wasn't such a stoner, I would probably remember what I had put out to them or replied to them. So when I said it wasn't happening, then they were even more interested they go, I really have to see something. 
and I went dark. I just ghosted the shit out of him. I was like, I can't admit. I'm just going to, I would rather be dead at this point than have to admit that when I have been dancing to the Megan the Stallion soundtrack I do when I work out and kind of dance in between, keep that cardio going, that maybe it's best that I do that at the house site unseen by others. I just feel like this has been a revelation for me, and I will... I will now, when my wife shrugs her shoulders after sex, I will be more aware that that's actually the truth and not what I thought. You all didn't think you were going to get an hour-long show that was going to start about... Fuck, this was so long ago. I don't even remember what we were talking about. But we, we went from a starting point of the show... To a, did you guys hear that door? This is my wife leaving me. Yeah. Say something about us videotaping us having sex and she's leaving right out the door. I'm just kidding. Oh, I should talk about that. She was not happy with something I brought up. I need to bring that up on a different one. I'm going to tease people now because if I ever forget to bring it up, maybe someone will remind me but it's about the rapture and what my wife would think if the rapture happened and I was the one the only one in our family that left if you do not know what the rapture is you will need to do a little research before I bring that up so we had a beginning show to the show where I talked about stuff that honestly excuse me, was so long ago that I don't, I'm going to have to actually listen to this podcast. And then we got into like a 20 minute block there. Fuck. So I was going to say that we got into a 20 minute block, which may be the best 20 minutes in podcasting history because you actually get to see the mind of a genius explode right in front of you. However, the story that I told at the end about viewing my dancing and coming to the realization that I greatly overestimated my capabilities to keep a beat or rhythm with my body. And then we have the end of the show. And then I teased you with talking about the rapture. Oh my gosh. And then I also want to talk about the movie Men at Work with the brothers Estevez or Sheen. Estevez Sheen. So, homework for next time. Find out what the fuck the rapture is. It's a religious thing. And then, second, Christian thing. And then secondly, minute work. Try to find it. I am going to go out on a limb. I have not seen this movie since whenever it came out. Generous to say 
early 90s, maybe late 80s. Anyway, it's called Minute Work. Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez, Brothers in Real Life, maybe friends in this movie. Anyway, they are trash men. The thing I think is so interesting is the jobs that they have. Even though it's a comedic movie as I remember, and I don't know why this I thought about it today, the way they depict Trashman and the way that job used to be performed is totally different than now. You know, now you have a guy in a truck that never even gets out of the fucking truck unless the little lift that picks up their their trash cans is malfunctioning or didn't disengage or failed to engage or whatever the fuck happened. But I also am curious to how... Well, or poorly, my guess would be poorly, that movie is aged. I just have a feeling that it is not going to be good. So I'm going to do that research. I already know what the rapture is, so I'm ahead of you all. I'm ahead of you all that don't know what the rapture is. And then I'm going to watch Men at Work. That will be, I'm going to get super high well, I'm going to get super high in a little bit because I got to spend time with my parents, who I used to say were 90 and 80. Thank God they're, or 90 and 82. Thank God now they're 90 and 83. I fucking, right now, just those two, because I do have my biological parents out there somewhere. I've met Linda, haven't met my father, believe I know who that is and everything, but let's just take the parents that adopted me from what they say at six fucking months. I don't know where I was for six months, but that's, and I am. I need to remember that when I go to their house today to look and see if there's any fucking pictures of me between birth and six months so I can, they've been telling everyone lately that they adopt, not only at 54 years old, this is how they adopted me. Yes, this is our son, Rod. We adopted him 54 years ago. Which I guess at their age, I should be impressed that they can remember that type of information or that amount of information because they remember that I'm their son, which honestly, my dad at 90, that's not always a given that he's going to remember that. So they remembered that I'm their son, how old I am, and they, that I'm not their own. So all of those things right there, perfect. But the two of them, what I was going to say is that's a, I have a hundred, just those two people, the parents I'm going to be hanging out with today, 173 fucking years of parents I will be in a room with today. And that's just my own parents. With my biological parents still alive and I kind of know where their ages are. I think they're a little bit younger, but whatever. I mean, we're talking minimum, minimum, I have 300 years worth of parents alive right now. And in case you don't know, and if you've made it to one hour of the show, then that's why you're here to learn shit. So here, this is what I'm teaching right now. In case you don't know, that's way too fucking old to have parents alive. And some of you will disagree, and some of you lost your parents at a young age and will say, 
I am being whiny because I should just be lucky and thankful my parents are alive. I am thankful and lucky my parents are still alive. I am also tortured sometimes by the fact that they are still alive because they do shit. When you're sitting next to your wife at the table and you all are texting back and forth about the crazy shit that's happening at the table right in front of you, things are going on. And that's another thing I want to talk about. I want to talk, and I'll probably talk about it on this show, and maybe I'll do a crossover show with Bobby from our Stone Genius. I could do a crossover show with that and talk about my parents didn't, they left Tampa when we were young away from my grandparents, my, my mom's parents, Gramps and Mama Jane. So we moved away from there, and then we were always away. My dad was always away from his parents, which were living in Oklahoma at the time. So even later on, my dad's parents, Oklahoma, when they passed away, my mom's parents were in North Carolina when they passed away, and we were in Kansas City. So they were not with them in the advance, the last stages. I believe my mom was with my grandmother the last few weeks of her life. They knew it was coming and things. So, and, and that was nice. But your life. So she was able to, she was retired at that time. She was able to go and just spend straight time with her. See, and this is taking another, this is going to be a whole other episode. But thanks for still being here. Let me talk. It's difficult when you live in the same city because there are certain things that you feel like you have to do. Like see them or talk to them. But I do mean that can be a burden too. It can be a blessing, but it can also be a burden. That's a whole nother show. Then also the rapture show. You got to find out what the rapture is because it was funny when I was talking to Bobby about this. It was funny. We'll discuss it next time. Anyway, hey, thank you so much for being part of the show. Thank you so much for making it. It's funny. If you are a former listener of Talking Tampa Bay Sports with Roe, which is what, if you're not aware, this show just transitioned from that to this just because I'm lazy as fuck and I didn't want to go change email address and do all this. So I just changed the name, format. I changed everything. You can go back and find my old episodes. And every once in a while, I may still put out a special episode for that. But I don't want to throw stoners off or geniuses off. Especially geniuses, because not all geniuses are up to date on their sports, let's say. Not really current on those type things. All the time. Often. Sometimes. I don't even know where I was going with it. Oh, yeah. With talking Tampa Bay sports, I used to complain I could never put out a fucking show. It would t- I would go 10, 14 days between shows. Then I would get on, and all I would, not all, half the show, and they were like 20-minute shows, I would complain about, I hated being a fucking producer. I hated doing this show. I mean, it was pretty, I'm sure everyone was like, Ooh, I can't wait to hear what he has to say about Tampa Bay sports at the 12-minute mark. So I transitioned that show out. But you all, I got to be, if you're still, two things. If you're still listening to the show, then you're either A, a stoner, B, a genius, 
uh, C, too lazy to hit unfollow. I don't care. Any of those three, thanks. But you got to be pissed that I'm making shows like at an hour and four minutes and I got to be my own censor and cut myself off. Because I hated doing it before. And that's where finding out what... I love sports. We watched hockey last night and, you know, lightning. And so it's... I I love that aspect, but I hated talking about it. Especially with no one else. Even if I had someone else, I'm not sure I would have enjoyed it. So for you all that are either Tampa Bay sports fanatics that are also stoners, geniuses, or just too lazy to unfollow me, thank you for listening. And I apologize that for the Tampa Bay sports broadcast podcast, I couldn't ever do more than 20 minutes. And now I'm popping out an hour at a time. But just be thankful that you're now listening to this because ultimately this is a much better show. Anyway. Stoners, geniuses. This is Ro. I'll talk to y'all later.